Peace, peace, and greetings, everyone. Peace and greetings, peace and greetings, and assalamu alaikum and peace, uh, shalom. What's up? Um, whatever your favorite greeting is, my name is Maurice Muhammad. I am um, your host today for your edition, this today's edition of Everything Real Estate. My name is Maurice Muhammad from a Torchlight Real Estate Academy. Um, I'm the broker and owner of Progressive Realty, um, DBA, a Torchlight Realty in New Jersey. We um, currently license in um, three states, New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. And we are here today with our this episode. We have a very special guest, um, Harris Corbett of Freedom Mortgage. And we are um, speaking here with... Um, you know, pandemically speaking. So we're bringing these episodes to you with um, information and with the opportunity with in an attempt to share with you um, the community as well as real estate professionals um, abroad. We're um, looking to bring to you information on real estate as it's related to real estate, how real estate is affecting this COVID, how we live effective real estate in this, in this COVID pandemic, so um, what we do, we, we do um, just that. We bring information to you, speaking from our gift as it relates to real estate profession. We have a very special guest. Without further ado, um, we would like to bring to you um, Harris Corbett from Freedom Mortgage so he can share with you and us <coughs> some vital information as it relates to real estate. We welcome your questions. Please bring your questions in the chat. Um, you can go to the Facebook. We have a uh, Facebook a watch party going on, and you're welcome to ask questions because this is for you. We're bringing this information to the to the community for your purpose in serving you. Thank you. So, yes, sir, Harris. You, so, would you like to start, Harris, and tell us about this? Yes, can can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you well. Yep. Fantastic, fantastic. How are you guys today? I want to thank you. First of all, thank you, Maurice, for inviting me to your podcast. I, Really appreciate it. I think this is probably my only second podcast, and I've wow. been around a while. So thank you for inviting me. Thank you for um, coming, man. Thank you. Hope for everybody's coming. doing well. And my my condolences out to everyone who's had dealing with anybody during this coronavirus uh, time right now. Um, I'm sure it's it's um, it's going to get better soon. That's all yeah. I can say. No, but, it will. It will. Yeah. Sure, for sure. But my name is Harris Corbett. I'm a mortgage. I'm a mortgage loan officer with Freedom Mortgage. I've been in the business for about twenty-something years. When I first got in the business, interest rates were seventeen percent. Now, look that old, bro. Yeah, let me move this mask so you can see some of this white hair in here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, at seventeen. Now we're at three. So go figure. But a lot of stuff between that time. A lot of stuff between that time. Uh, a lot of changes in the market. Mm -hmm. I mean, when it comes to just this whole, the market change, just this whole coronavirus thing has changed the market. Um, so you'll see, you know, and we'll be talking about during this time what's going on with the coronavirus and the mortgage companies. So how long, how long have you been in business? You said since 20, how long have you been in business? Well, about 20 years, 20 something years. I keep saying 20. My wife says, no, no, it's been a lot than that, buddy. She's been through it. Thick and thin. Right. I think when I first started off, uh, let's see, it was uh, the Wachovia was the bank, man. No, matter of fact, it was first Pennsylvania. 
Wow. So, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in, and it was a sister, Emerson Powell, trying to open up a bank back then. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Where was she trying to open the bank at? In Philadelphia, actually. Right? Yeah, she had a good team with her, too. I knew a lot of those guys. Um, heavy hitters. I think they branched off. She she opened up the um, what's the name of that bank there? Um, she first it's a bank in the neighborhood, Pennsylvania something. I know there was a branch on thirty uh, eighth in in Lancaster at one time, but she did have a open. She did a pretty good job actually. Nice. She did have a couple of branches. Yeah, it was really successful for a while. So is that where you do your business at? Most of the book, where? So where do you where where do you do your business? Majority of my business, I would say, comes from Philadelphia. Between Philadelphia and Delaware is a is a mix, but you know I am licensed in New York and New Jersey and Maryland. So I and those are for deals that I get from time to time. But the majority of my bills comes from Philadelphia and Delaware. Nice. So that where you do your business at Philadelphia, and Delaware. So yeah. what do you do? So what is your day? So what do you do, man? What's your your niche. Oh, goodness gracious. I wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning. I go for a quick walk. I used to do those runs. Those walks turned, those runs turn to walks now. <laughs> they turn so, walks. Yeah. yeah, so I go for a walk. I uh, walk about, I'd say about two miles, come home, and I'm in front of that computer probably by 8, 8.30. So, no, what's your niche? So, tell me, what's your niche, your niche business? Oh, what do you do for your niche? Yeah, because I tell you, in this business, is, it's you know, a, a lot of companies I find that a lot of companies do a lot of stuff, and I think in this business, 90 80 percent of it is a matter of trust. Yes, you know, that's that you know, what the products are there. You right. know, you know, some companies are a little bit more aggressive as than others, but what I find mainly is, is the trust factor getting people to accept you and basically trust that you're going to. Be able to get them to the success point, which is the settlement that they need to be. Um, that's it. if I could tell anybody about this business, I would say it'd be a trust factor. Um, nice. Because I've had, because the more they trust you, the easier the job becomes. You that's know, and prove a transaction. No, that's eighty percent of it. Seventy, eighty percent of it, man. A lot of times, and and if you gain that trust once, you know, you 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 can also sell other business to them, sell them to other yeah. things. That you're doing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I got people now. Most a lot of my clients are from pretty much clients I've dealt with in the past who referred them. Mm-hmm. My business comes from referrals. Um, I get some stuff for a couple of ages, but most of the time it's referrals and phone calls. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you. So in this as as we're dealing with this pandemic, right? What are we what are you seeing differently? You know, we're like now, I think it was 21,000, million I saw, 21 million file for unemployment. This week oh, alone, we're up, upwards of 40 million, if, if not more, um, filing for unemployment. What have you seen that is affecting your business? What do you see? You seeing more refinancing? You switch it somewhat. Refines, you know, you, you, you want to do the refines because that's basically where, uh, you know, a lot of some of the deals come in to make up for the mm-hmm. Because I've had quite a few clients who had to stop in the mid-range because their job had laid them off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, in the industry, the industry is really scared now. There's a there's a whole series of moves that Fannie, Freddie, and the FHFA are, are making now. They're looking well, and they call it. It's interesting because they call it cor- coronavirus during the coronavirus period. 
But I, 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 I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do afterwards. If they're going to, because one thing about business period, if they think they can get away with businesses think they can get away with using less money and less resources and get a better product, they're going to stay there. Like right now, for example, where we know the FHA has, where at one time they were at five fifty, now they're, or at least minimum five eighty. Now they're at six forty now. So FHA is is, is a minimum requirement of six forty. Now is that a bank overlay? Because it, or did FHA change that? Because from FHA didn't have a, a a credit score requirement. It was bank overlays, correct? Or is, am I? No, in error for that? I mean, it was low. You had the overlays. I mean, credit. They had a credit score requirement. I think of like five forty. Or something like that, and then you know, with that 540, you know, they were overlays like 10% down. I think uh, the most aggressive lender I worked with, we had an overlay if we would do a loan at 540, but then that was at 10% down. And then if you had a 580, that's when it started to normalize, and right. you, know, you could get your three and a half at that point. Right. But now it's five, it's, six, it's 640 across the board. You see a lot wow. of things. Uh, with Wells, they stopped doing the um, equity loans. They no longer have equity loans now at Wells. No, well, no equity loans at Wells Fargo. Wow. And Chase was the first ones to announce. They came out from the gate saying, look, don't bother us with anything on the 700 FICO score and 20% uh, down. So they just, just, that's just, we don't even want to talk. We're going to just let you know where we stand right away. So the question yeah. was, who was going to follow suit? But I guess you know we're seeing what so is that must be Wells' answer, you know, part of it or Wells' response to it. So, do you do you anticipate more banks doing that, doing more of that? Well, I was well, that that six forty hard. That's hard. So that's pretty much all banks. Some might be a little bit even more aggressive than that and say six sixty. But I know it was from the what I hear from Hardy was six forty, and then even within my company now we have, you know there's divisions where. If you they call in line, like because we have a call center, mm -hmm. our call center only doing or now no longer taking loans with certain scores. So you're seeing a lot of fear there, where everyone's trying to get that 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 higher credit bar, risk, less riskier bar. Less risky bar makes sense. I mean, well, I can't say that you know it. it we definitely living in a new normal. I'm just going to say that for certain. Yeah. That's where it comes where you have to deal with a, a, a loan or an aggressive loan officer who knows certain things. Like, for example, I'm working with a client now. Their credit score is at six, uh, 601. So, you know, so you look more at the credit situation, see what it's going to take, because um, there's certain things that you can do to uh, adjust credit scores like bringing credit cards down within a certain amount of money and paying off certain debt that might be a little bit more uh, easier to pay off and then having you can easily and then having a rescore generated that might assist that particular bill. That's what I'm working on this bill now. They have a stable income, been with the post office 28 years, but you know, some things happen, you know, some things go by the wayside. So you can't penalize a person for that. So I think that, it, you know, especially if that person showed the propensity to pay their rent on time or their car notes or things of that nature. 
So you got to be willing to work with borrowers, you know what I mean? Work them through it, hold the hand, work them through the process. You know, I think our job, because now with everything's being on the computer now, I mean, there's nothing for them to flip through the computer, put some information in and get approval. So yeah. our value comes in and making our, our borrowers feel a lot easier, a lot more comfortable. Right. So you mentioned um, rapid, well, rescore. You didn't say rapid rescore. You mentioned rescore. So, mm -hmm. and then you also mentioned <clears throat> any, um, so items on your credit that will increase the score. Is there anything in particular that you can give our listeners, audience that, that they should or could work on that will give their credit the, the maximum bump or the maximum boost if they did that? Sure. Well, it's what you look at is for certain levels of credit. There's A levels, B levels, and C levels of credit. Certain things like your rental income and your um, utility bills and so forth, those are considered A, where basically uh, you can get a letter from those utility companies that basically say you've been a customer for so long and you have a good record. Okay, something like that. Then you got your homeowner's insurance or your agents, you know, your brokers and your insurance brokers and those folks. You can get a letter from them. So, so yes, wait, so I just want to be clear <clears throat> so that, so you're saying um, a letter from an insurance agent. Who you say you have life insurance, mm -hmm. uh, car insurance, those people you have those insurances through, mm -hmm. have the broker write up a letter basically mm -hmm. saying that you've been a customer for however many years. Now they could generalize it and say, oh, well, he's been a good customer. Or they could put, uh, or, well, this person's paying me $200 a month for a year and he's been paid in our time and he's had it with this. That credit, that letter, could be sent to the credit bureau, the credit bureau, credit reporting agency. I don't want to confuse because there's difference between credit reporting agencies and credit bureaus, repositories. But that person could send it to a credit reporting agency who would verify the letter with the person who wrote it and then add that as a line item on the credit report. So wait, so that's that's good information and that's good stuff. New stuff, never heard that before. So I want to be clear because um, I have, so in other words, so if a person that's struggling with credit and they want to bump their credit up, they can have, this is not considered alternative credit, correct? Yes. This is alternative. Credit. It is alternative. Okay. Yeah, so, uh -huh. so it'll, it'll get on there. It'll, it'll reflect on their credit as a trade line with, right. let's say for instance, a property management company, if a, a tenant comes in. Yeah. And they rent properties from us, and they say, yeah. "Hey, can you write us a letter?" Right on your letterhead from your property right. management company. That's property management company, exactly. Can't wow. be from the owner of a property. Some people get confused. They say, "Well, um, I, my cousin, my aunt, my relative owns a property, and uh, she could write me a letter." That's not going to work. It has to be a property management company on the on the property management letterhead. But that could be used as a line item. Now, now, a line item, not to generate a credit score, a line item in, re, in regards to having two or three or four line items on a report. Uh, okay. So, okay. It's not a, it's gonna, not going to be a trade line that's going to bump the score. Right. No. It will be used no. as alternative credit for right. someone that may not have, right. need another trade line. Yes. Yes. Because usually you need at least three. 
Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. All yeah, right. I want to be clear. I, I was yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on podcast, buddy. I don't need somebody looking at tell me I gave them the wrong information. No, nah, I wanted to be no, I was I thought we was on to something, man. I was about yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. sing it from the mountaintops. Tell them something. So so yes, yeah, so, no, a good thing because you need that. Um now as far as score, you know, you're gonna have to deal with whatever the line items are on that report. Right. You know, rather pay some stuff down, pay some stuff off. Another thing too is credit uh, lenders such as ourselves. One thing about it, we always usually have to get approvals for those uh, updated credit reports because they become very expensive. Like each line item is like thirty-five dollars per line item per bureau. I've had a credit report of nine hundred dollars at one time for one client, one bill. Yeah, who pays that fee? Lender has to pay. We can't come back to the seller. We can't come back to the borrower for that. That can't be put on the HUD. No. Wow. Okay. No, not upgrades. Yeah, no, cost no. Of business. Yeah. Yeah. Cost of doing business. So that's why you want to make sure that when you do those kind of things that the deal is going to go. So, so tell me, why do you do what you do, man? Why is it that you do? What's your passion? Why? Are you oh doing man, that? two reasons. I mean, one is. I started off, I mean, I'm a guy who's, I'm from New York. I graduated, you know, and growing up in New York in the 70s, everybody lived in an apartment. So when you grow up living in an apartment, you know, so we used to think that people who owned homes were rich, you mm -hmm. know. And so growing up like that, and then um, when you're able to make the situation, so growing up like that, I just knew because my parents, Never developed the, the the thoughts of home ownership. Mm -hmm. So you know we they always thought now condos were were a thing, but even condos are were you know because you have those condo fees. So do you really own it? But the um, my my parents and family never owned a home. So one of the things when I got into Philadelphia, I started in life insurance and then did got the Series Six and all the mutual fund stuff. And then when I started doing mortgages, I saw how it could transform a person's life. Because I look at my own life. I didn't I didn't have own a home until I started doing mortgages. Mm -hmm. I did the mortgages. I was like, wow, man, this is crazy. I'm helping all these people buy a house, mm -hmm. but I'm not even helping myself. So at my time, my credit was little. You know, I had student loans on there that didn't do right. Didn't do right. So I said, <laughs> well, I, 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 it was under the Reagan years where they came up with that rehab that Rehab your um, rehab your student loans, that kind of thing, and they'll take it from a positive and negative. Mm -hmm. Did that a year, bought my first house for like a hundred, sold that for two fifty, bought another house. Then I wind up buying some property in New York. Then grandmother passed in South Carolina, bought that house. Had I bought a house in Baltimore, so I kind of you know. I kind of believe in that home ownership thing because of what it did to my fortunes. You know, mm -hmm. I probably, if I hadn't been in the mortgage business, I'd probably still be renting an apartment on City Line Avenue. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. But I saw what I could do with the tax benefits of it. Mm -hmm. it, was, it isn't easy. I mean, you, 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 the, you the landlord guy, you know, my goodness gracious, that right tenant and all. But it, it propelled me to be able to help people. And I saw that it can, and once I did that for myself, I was able to see how it, it helped families, you know what I mean? Because I think about how my life would have been if my parents had owned the house and, you know, they were able to leave that to me. Right. 
some kind of inheritance, you know? So I think about those type of things. And I think right, if we can take our children, that'd be a big step for us to be able to take our children and let them develop the, the value of home ownership, you know? No, that's that's what's up, man. No, I, you know, I teach um, in a school locally here and mm -hmm. um, I have access to um, elementary students and high school students. And what we do is we go into schools, we have an incubator, and we, we, we educate them on real estate, you know, mainly for, and why I like it is because they're able to reach the elementary students and plant that seed, like you said, mm -hmm. the importance and it's invaluable to help to get them information on mm -hmm. real estate at that age. And you never know how it's going to affect them later on, you know, right, and right, right. at the high school level, they get to get in and become an intern and get actively involved. And I put them straight to work as soon as they come in, wow. you know, put them right on the phone, answering the phone. And, you know, they don't know what they into, but, you uh -huh. know, by the time it's over with, they've had, had that experience, at least oh, man, that's cool. to real estate, you know, so it's really, um, you know, a good, good, good idea, you know, and um, it's with, with the youth because that's our future, man, you know, yes, and finding yes. a way to make them, yes. help them to, so help them to be better, man, and, and, to be successful, you know, we know we're living and dealing with different set of numbers as it relates mm -hmm. to us with real mm -hmm. estate. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we're the underserved in, in, in a lot of cases, so we have to work twice as hard to make yeah. sure yeah. that you know yeah. that, that that they know. You know, so what is your secret sauce, man? What's your secret sauce? What, secret what, what, what? sauce, secret sauce, man. I tell you, just try to. My my goal in it when I well, from the start to the finish is do as much as possible to put that client at ease. Mm -hmm. That's sort of going coming to where the client, you know, one thing about clients, you find that you don't want to overthink them or over, you know, complicate their situation because they always get they're already getting into it nervous. Mm -hmm. you know? So I think our job is basically to ease their fear. To let them know that you know it's it's going to be okay if you don't get there today, you can get there tomorrow. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, but to ease their fear and make them feel you know, even if there's a situation where they can't do it today, make, give them the idea of the options. You know what I mean? That what they need to do to get the situation where it needs to be. Just gotcha. don't lose track of them. You know, right. treat everybody the same. I treat, mm -hmm. my, I treat my seven fifty eight hundred thousand dollar clients the same as my fifty thousand dollar. You know that's I mean? important right there, man. Everybody the same, man. Right yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. integrity too, man. That's yeah. you know, and it said honesty is telling the truth, integrity is living it. Yeah, and when we do that, that's definitely represents integrity, man. Yeah. You know, so you know, we're in this pandemic and we're in COVID-19 right now, mm -hmm. and we have individuals, you know, 21 million people filed for unemployment last week alone. So we have individuals that is um, looking to reset, restart, and looking to, um, you know, um, restart and just, you know, what would you say to them? Someone that's new, you know, and looking to restart, what would you say to them as encouragement, as encouragement for them to be able to go and, you know, deal with this? this, this it's, it's, never too late. it's never too late. Gotcha. And to start with a and, and come up with a, I know people say come up with a plan. We use that, come up with a plan. Well, when you're going through thick and thin and you're going through some rough times, it's hard to come up with a plan. But just the plan doesn't have to be well drawn out, don't have to be thought of. 
but come up with some idea of what your goals are. You know, what is it you try? If you want, if your if your goal is to accomplish to purchase a house, just think about a little bit about well, why do you start from maybe well, why do you want to purchase this house? You know what I mean? And then the sacrifice. Because real estate is a sacrifice. I mean, only real estate is a sacrifice. And it really is. There's times where you're going to have to, well, I can't do this. I can't go on that trip. I can't travel here. I can't do this. I can't buy that. You can't. And for young people, hey, you can't buy those shoes, those red bottoms, and, you know, all that other stuff. You're going to have to sacrifice, you know. Um, what amazes me where people say, well, I want to buy a house. I haven't saved one nickel, okay? Mm. I haven't saved one nickel. I mean, you know, and I hear this, and there's, they're going to tell you, yeah, there's programs. You see, oh, there's programs, there's programs. The programs now aren't like they used to be. I remember there were programs where you could get in the house for a couple hundred dollars. Now they want you to have a little bit of money. There's some reserve requirements, you know. I mean, you want to be have at least... If you think about buying a house, you want to basically, whatever that monthly payment you're looking at, you want to at least start off, at least save three months, you know, of that, of the, of that payment. You know what I mean? That would be my, at least save a little something. You know, I don't that's, care. So let me tell you, that's a good point you made. So, and it, what, so, so a good price, and this is for the listeners too, because it ain't what's taught is what's caught. And I just caught that. You said that. The a good start is if you're looking to buy a house is to have at least three months of what you want your mortgage payment to be. Is that what you exactly, heard? Exactly. Exactly. Because if you look at it from an underwriting perspective, okay, you got programs that might cover your closing costs. You know, what I mean? you might be getting enough seller help to get a down payment to get to, get to, to, to help you with the closing costs, and then you get a, a grant or something that might be down payment. Mortgage companies want to see you have some money left over after settlement. There's usually a reserve requirement, depending on where your credit structure is. You know, if your credit is on the lower side, it might require one or two or three months reserves. Money's left over after settlement. You know, at least if you save three months and you have it and you were able to take advantage of those programs, at least you would have the reserve requirements. And the lender will say, well, at least this person just saved some money. Thanks. So, so, so to, um, and this time is going by quick, man. And I appreciate your time, man. And you helping folks buy real estate because I know how, what that did for me. That took me out of the hoods of what's change your life. It changes your life. It changes your life. No doubt. Yeah. 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 So you, 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 you mentioned, um, what I heard you say as you was talking about, Getting a plan when the question was asked about those that may be struggling and thinking about what to do, you mm -hmm. said it's never too late, which is great and from great never advice. Never too late, never too late. Because you know, I, I do presentations, I do some home buying seminars, and you know, a lot of times when you do this home buying seminars, a lot of times depending on where you're doing it at, you know, you get people who have had issues or might feel a certain kind of way about their credit. That's that's our job. Our job isn't always just to make money. Our job is to educate people and to right. make them comfortable. So no matter what you just don't shoot, don't do like Trump and shoot nobody on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> you know, you yeah. could you could um, make them give them give them some vision. Okay, yeah. you look at their credit; they got nothing but credit medical. They got nothing but um, bad debt on their credit. 
Well, help them out. Okay, this is, let me see. This is medical bills, bad debt. So medical bills, we don't really have to pay those off. So you need to worry about these right here. Right. You know, educate them, walk them through it, and then leave it up to them to make the move. You know so that? Did, did I hear you say, um, start, get started. And then the first thing that came to my mind when you said that is, Learn perfection through doing. So if you, a person, they become perfect. So don't wait until it has to be perfect. You know, perfection is the mother of procrastination. Yeah. So if we wait, well, I'm not ready yet because, you know, I'm not ready yet because I ain't got all my ducks in a row. It ain't lined up. I need all this money, you know, mm -hmm. you start. So get started in whatever it is get you're doing. Yeah. And, don't, and don't get discouraged. Whatever you hear, yeah. Yeah. do not get discouraged. Discouraged. So, what is, you mentioned down payment assistance, right? And down payment assistance. What does that look like for you in this current market right now? Is it a reality? You know, the down payment programs are still there. I haven't had any issues yet because I don't have really, most of my borrowers now are, um, you know, most of them are refinances. I got a couple purchases and they don't, they're not getting no funds, but I'm, I'll have to check with a lot with the housing counseling agencies is because you know, there's going to be the issues with the uh, coronavirus and meeting with people, you know, and, and that kind of thing. So um, I'm not really sure what the counselors are doing these days. That's a good question. I'm going to have to find out. So good. I know the programs are still there, though. I see them still. We still got, I, I mean, the way we do our programs here at Freedom, we have most of the programs for all the states. So all I do is pull up a particular state. They'll show me all the first-time homebuyer programs we have for that particular state. So but we, this, you just, you just, we got to do a homebuyer seminar, virtual one, then. You just called that into existence. So we could do one just like this and put one together. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. get a date out of you. You know, get a date from you. We can put one together and just do a, yeah. a virtual home buy seminar. Um, you got a list, so let me. If you, you know, we'll talk more off online about it. Yeah, That's absolutely, right. absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely, absolutely. So I have one more question um, yeah. for you, and I want to ask you. You know, we're we're at our time, so I want to thank you. First, oh, I like to give you information on how people can get a hold of you if they would like to do business in the Philadelphia, Delaware, name the states that you can. You know that you serve New York. I'm in New York. I'm in New Jersey. I'm in Philadelphia. I'm in Delaware. I'm in Maryland. Uh, what other states do I have that I'm in charge of? And I have Florida. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do they get a hold if they want to contact you? Yes, I'm gonna make it simple for you. My first name is Harris. H A R R I S. My last name is Corbett, P-O-R-B-E-T-T, -T, and www.harriscorbett.com. So, do you feel that this is a call? Your calling? Oh yes, 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 yes. I'm scared to do anything else. <laughs> I'm scared nice. to do anything else. Yes, 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 yes. But I like helping people. I think not only myself, but I like what I, I like feeling the vision of not just helping one person, but helping a whole generation, a whole family. Because mm -hmm. when home ownership and they got their kids mm -hmm. and they grandkids, you know what I mean? And it goes on and on. I mean, ownership has been one of the things, of the, the pillars of our foundation really? since, since the West. Yeah. You know, we always talk about ownership of land, land ownership. It's always that, why you think that, you know, all those things happen for us when we develop our own communities? Well, that's, and well, that's, that's, that's why, you know, why what we're doing is so important mm -hmm. and especially mm -hmm. important now that we ramp it up and make sure 
that the level, you know, I see this as the level and field being the field field being level, and it's on us to help ramp up the underserved and to help the community mm-hmm. that our community become better and become homeowners. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. You want to work a little extra hard, you know, you yeah, know, harder, you know, but that's okay. That's okay, man. We we grew up in a we from you know a lot of corn picking and cotton picking times, man. Hard workers, in other words, you know. That's so right. You know what some hard work is, man. All right. What would you like your legacy to be, bro? I want, I want, I want all my clients, all my twenty years, <laughs> in my funeral, and just start crying because I helped them get their house. <laughs> all my thousands of people that I helped just say thank you, Harris, for helping me buy my first house. Man. Nice. <laughs> can't be, that's fair, bro. I can't. Yeah, man. Like, I everybody to be happy about helping buy a house. I didn't beat them. I didn't take their money. I didn't steal from them. And we all right, man. Nice. Thank you again for your time, bro. Well, brother, thank you. Thank you. I'm going. Allow me to speak on your This is good practice. Good practice, sir. Good, man. So we'll be. I'm gonna definitely have you back. Um, we will be starting. Uh, we will be having another. Uh, everything real estate specifically for property management for Rimby. And in fact, it'll be everything real estate Rimby. And we're going to talk property management on that one. We'll have invited guests on property management. So I'll definitely reach back. I'd love to have you back. We're definitely going to talk more about the um, home buyer seminar course. Sounds good. All right, brother. Thank you for your time again. And I'd like to, um, well, you gave the people your information how to get a hold of you. Yes. Harris Corbin, also, let me leave my telephone number. Yes, please. 302-545-0042. That's 302-545-0042. And that is your cell number, right? Yep, you get me directly. Yep, so cell phone. Um, Three zero two five four five zero zero four two. Yeah, I can see the office. I'm in the office here, but no one's here. We 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 closed. We can't let nobody in, man. Wow. Hey, man. Yes, it's everywhere, man. Highway, you know, it's everywhere. So we'll see. See what's coming. All right. Thank you. Days to come. Thank you so much, bro. Again, I appreciate you. All right, buddy. All right. Thank you.